Good. As um, um, Marty said, that was Psalm 66 that was um, read to you as the children were going out, and we'll be making um, a little bit of reference to that um, um, later on. But first, I want to ask you a question, and that question is, what do you talk about when you have your hair cut? Um, now, looking around, um, nobody in particular, some of those conversations are going to be shorter than others. Um, um, and maybe the ladies, their conversations might be a little bit longer, particularly if you get your hair coloured. Not that anybody here, of course, gets their hair coloured. So if I had my choice, um, I, my, my, my conversation when I went to the barber or the hairdresser would go something like this. How would you like your hair cut, sir? My answer would be in silence. Um, maybe just talk about the um, number of clippers and um, whether I want my eyebrows done would be as much as I go. You see, we talk about different things, I think, with different people. And I put my barber, and um, I go to the same barbers, but different people cut my hair, you can probably tell. Um, and I, I, I don't know the name of my barber, they don't know my name, and they're a bit like maybe your postman or the person that comes to service your um, boiler once a year. You see them, you might recognise them, but you don't know them that well. And what do we talk about? Well, we're British, aren't we? So the first thing we talk about is the weather. Of course we do, we talk about the weather. And um, if we run out of conversation, then we might move on to what was on the television last night um, or something like that. See, there are different levels, I think, of friendship. And um, my barber, always gets around to, have you been away this year? And maybe talks about um, a holiday um, I've been on, or as the case may be, not been on. And then we have this next level of friendship, which um, I've called acquaintances. And for me, that's, I play golf, and um, so I've got the golf club, and I play with different people, and I know quite a lot of people there, and I'll probably play a round of golf with them. And, um, and we talk about um, the football that was on the television last night. I might know which football club they support, they know I'm a Palace fan and feel sorry for me. We might talk about the petrol crisis, whether they've got petrol in their tank or not, or whatever the latest sort of thing is. And um, we might, I don't know, get round to a DIY project that one of us is doing. And, um, and for you, it might be the parents at the school gate. Um, it might be colleagues that join a Zoom conversation, that, you know, once every now and then. People, you know their name, you know their faces, you speak to them. And um, as well as talking about the weather, what was on TV last night, and whether you've been away this year, you might just extend the conversation a little bit further to um, football or whatever. Then there's this next level, and um, we then have what we call our friends. And I guess as we look around Holy Baptist Church, if you're a regular at Holy Baptist Church, you'd look around and say, most people in this room are your friends. I would hope you would say that most people in this room are around your friends. And, and the conversation then extends a little bit further. Yes, we talk about the weather, we talk about all the things that are lower down, just stay there. But it builds up. Now we might be talking about our family. We talk about how work is going. We talk about our hobbies. Maybe we talk about our home life a little bit more. We have that sort of level of conversation that is a little bit more than um, it's a nice day, isn't it? Um, and then we have our close friends. And um, it's a much smaller number now. And, um, and with our close friends, we might feel we can talk about what our ambitions are in life, maybe what our dreams are. Maybe we talk about, actually, what is worrying us, things we probably wouldn't talk to the person at church, we certainly wouldn't talk to the hairdresser about. 
but things that maybe are on our mind and worry us. We talk about our health issues of ourselves or maybe people within our family. We talk about these things. These are people that we really trust and are close to us. And then perhaps the, the very top end of the scale, we have those intimate friends. And it may be your partner or maybe son or daughter or mum or dad or someone who you can talk with about absolutely anything. And I'll put a couple of question marks there because I think even with the person that's close to us, some of us maybe keep secrets and we don't like to talk about anything to even those that are really close to us. Now that's me and we are all different and your hairdresser or your postman may be your best friend, in which case they move up the, up, up the ladder a little bit. But you get the idea, we, have, we meet people and with different people we talk about generally different things. Another question for you, what are the three things, if you go to the pub, you don't talk about? You must, you must have been told this. Politics, religion, money is the other one. We never talk about politics, religion or money. It's not the done thing. If you go down the pub um, to talk about these things, and, um, and I've just changed religion. Religion we can talk about the Christian church or the Church of England or the Catholic church. or um, But I've actually put their faith, and I think we actually talk about faith, and faith is more personal. So religion is the organised system, and um, faith is perhaps more personal to us. And I think we even talk about faith less than we talk about religion. And I wonder if you went back to... Whoops, oh, that didn't work. Hold on, let's keep with it. If we went back to that list... I wonder where you would put in that list where you talk about your faith. I know, and I've, I've been coming to the church here for about 27 years thereabouts, the number of conversations I've had with people about their politics, whether they are a member of the Conservative Party, Labour Party, Green Party, any other party, um, or whether they voted for Brexit, I could probably, in that 27 years, probably count on one hand. And the number of conversations I've had with about how much you earn or how much savings you've got in your bank account or, dare I say it, how much debt you've got on your credit card, I wouldn't need any hands at all to talk about. It's something we just don't talk about. But what about our faith? You see, the thing is, we know we should talk about our faith, but we feel awkward about it, perhaps. We can't find quite the right words to go and tell people what we believe. We feel embarrassed for some reason. Maybe we worry about what people will think as we tell them about our faith. And as I said earlier on, we are all different, and I'm probably largely preaching to myself this morning, and you're just listening. Because I sometimes find it quite difficult to talk to others about my faith. And I wonder if the problem is in that not the awkwardness or the find the right words or the embarrassed or worry what people think. Maybe the problem is in the we know we should bit. Because we shouldn't be telling people around our faith because we should. We should be telling people about our faith because it's absolutely amazing. The gospel story, in case you have not heard it, is God so loved the world that he gave his only one and only son, that whoever believed in him 
shall not perish but have eternal life. Let me read that again. God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. So what we're saying in modern day parlance is we can live forever. We can cheat death. We can live in a perfect world with no hunger, no wars, no COVID, no racism, at fo- no racism at football matches, a place that we call heaven. Why would we not shout about it? It's flipping amazing. I'm sure that when Maddie was born, both Dave and Katie were not slow in telling everybody, their close friends, their, their wider friends, their acquaintances, I bet you if the postman had knocked on the door to deliver a parcel that day, they would have told the postman. And why wouldn't they? Maddie is absolutely wonderful. She's brilliant. She's amazing. But she's not as amazing as God so loving the world that he gave his only son that who should ever believe in him would not perish but have eternal life. I want you to imagine you've been given a machine. And when you open up the machine, that machine, amazingly, every day gave you £50. It just spewed out five £10 notes. On a Monday morning, you think, that's good. Then on Tuesday morning, you wake up at 8 o'clock, there's another five £10 notes, another £50. And then on Wednesday, there's another £50. It's a great machine. It didn't cost you anything, so we just gave it to you. Then the person that gave it to you said, I've actually got five more machines. And you can have them, but you can't have them. You've got to give them away. Just, you know, you would not have a problem, would you? You'd, you'd, go to your, you'd probably go to your intimate friends or your friends and you say, this, this machine just gives you 50 quid a day. Just, just leave it in your lounge. It works every day. And you'd give them away. And you would be so popular, wouldn't you? You would be so popular. And then the person that gave you that machine comes back the next day and says, actually, I've got 50 machines or I've got 100 machines. All you've got to do is give them to, well, whoever you like your friends, your neighbours. I'm sure all of us could find 50 people or 100 people and wouldn't they be grateful that we just gave them this machine for free? And you can see where this is going, can't you? Because we have something that is so much better than a machine that gives out £50 notes. We have something, we have a friend, catch up, too far. We have a friend, we, we, we have a life that the Bible tells us we can live to the max. It's a brilliant life. We have a friend who will never, ever forsake us. Forever. We have someone who will love us unconditionally. Forever. We have someone who will accept us whatever, whenever, forever. And isn't that so much worth worth more than £50 a day? And that verse that we read in Psalms in Psalm 66, it started off with, um, done so well without the glasses, but now I need them. Um, thank you. Th- th- thank you. Yeah, it starts off in, in, in verse, I've got more fun in my notes. Good. Yeah, here we go. In verse one, shout for joy. Thank you. In verse three, it says, how awesome are your deeds. In verse five, it says, come and see what God has done. Let's shout about the good things that God has done for us. Then actually, if you carry on reading that psalm and you get to verses um, 
um, 10, 11, 12, it talks about actually life is not always that easy. There's times of testing. It talks about burdens that we will come across. It talks about people lording it over us. And times actually as a Christian can be difficult. But if you read the end of Psalm 66, we read that God has heard our prayer. He's there in our tough times. He's not rejected us. He has heard us. And that as a Christian is our story, isn't it? We have good times and we have difficult times. But the difference is we have that friend who is with us forever, who will never forsake us. And so we have a story, each of us has a story that is personal. It's about ourselves. Each of us have a story that is true, providing we tell the truth. We have a story that is different. My story is different to your story, which is different to the person sitting next to you's story. Um, I was chatting to somebody yesterday. I said, well, the thing about you know, my life as a Christian, it's really boring. Um, I, I, you know, I became a Christian when I was quite young. Um, I grew up in a Christian family. Um, I worked for the same organization for 41 years. I'm married to the same wife for 35 years or 36 years. Sorry, Ange. Um, whatever it is. Um, but the person reminded me that that story is my story. It's a true story. And actually, there is a story for somebody in my situation who will think, yeah, um, actually, I'm like that. And I haven't got what you've got. We all have a story that is personal, is true, is different. And although sometimes we don't believe it, our story is interesting. I was playing golf um, last week with one of my either acquaintances or friends. I call him a friend. And he'd just been to um, Italy um, on holiday, talk about holidays. And, um, and he, just, he just told me this story. He'd been out in Italy. Um, it poured with rain. And his trainers had got absolutely soaked. But he wanted to use them for the following day. So he went down to, um, came out of his hotel, went down to a news agent, bought um, a newspaper to stuff his shoes with. And obviously he bought an Italian newspaper. So he's got this newspaper. And an Italian came up to him and started speaking in Italian. And my friend doesn't speak a word of Italian and tried to explain that he didn't understand him. And the bloke pointed at the newspaper to say, if you don't understand Italian, why on earth? You must speak Italian. You just bought an Italian newspaper. And um, between them, they had this sort of conversation. He tried to explain English. And the Italian didn't speak English. That he was going to stuff his trainers with this newspaper. Now, that's a story he told me. And um, I've now just told you. Um, and um, I've got to tell you, as Christians, we have a story that is far better than stuffing our trainers with newspaper. We have a God who works in our life, brings us joy, gives us peace, and gives us comfort in a world that craves good news. Let's go out there and be generous with our story. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you sent your son Jesus to die and to rise again. Father, we thank you that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Father, we thank you for our story. Father, we thank you that you've worked in our lives. 
Father, we just pray that we will be generous in sharing our story with others. For we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.